another episode of Academy Outcast, cinematic education from one friend to another. I am your co-host, Morgan Spatola. I am your co-host, Thomas Jernigan, and we are on, what was it, episode eight? Yeah. Oh my god, how did we get to episode eight? Time hey. has flown by. Time flies when you're having fun. Like the one-winged dove singing songs and lashes, singing, baby, hoo, baby, hoo, Right. Anyway, okay. let's let's be thankful this isn't a music podcast where I sing songs to. I'm very thankful about that. Um, Even though so it's kind of already been the case. But. We had a ton of fun last week with Max Lefave of the Lefave Bros. Max is my boy. Shout out to Max Lefave. Yeah, and in keeping in accordance with that, Max did tweet at us, so we are giving him another shout out. Shout so, out, man. Hi, Max. Anyway, so, um, hey, so... Do you remember, uh, you probably do, the one, the one Batman movie, um, with the, like, shirtless face mask guy as the villain? I'm sorry, the shirtless face mask guy? Yeah, you know, he's like, I was born in the dark, or whatever. You know what I'm talking about. So you mean Bane. From oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, The Bane. shirtless face mask guy. You knew who I was I talking it. about. Now, what if you were referring to the Joker? You'd be like, oh, that clown-looking guy? Yeah, that clown-looking motherfucker. I hope you would know the name of the Joker. <laughs> I but do. I know yes. the name of the Joker. I feel like Bane is one of the lesser-known villains. I like Bane, Maybe because not. I have a bit of a man crush on Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Mm-hmm. my boy and um yes i do enjoy i like him too i feel like a good bane i feel like deep down he's a nice guy i hope so i feel like he really he, you know if he wasn't born in the darkness or whatever like <laughs> he would just be a nice God. nice man so i i saw that movie three times in theaters just for because the rest of the movie is not that great but the bane the like the few if they were just like make a compilation of just like Bane scenes I'd buy that movie over the actual <laughs> The Dark Knight Rises just so I could see all of like Bane because I mean yeah that quote that you were saying is so cool like yeah. Batman gets his ass kicked and he like turns off all the lights and yeah. I used to like memorize that show one of yeah. them and it's almost like ah you think darkness is your ally but you've merely adopted the dark there you go yeah exactly. god yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like he's a nice guy. I feel like he's a little misunderstood. He is What do you think villains do when they're not doing their villain shit? They have to get, like, jobs, right? Like, I mean, to make some money to fuel all their shit, right? Either they're stealing shit or, yeah, I mean, but I can't imagine Bane, you know, being uh, working at a call center or, like, a, a supermarket <laughs> or some shit. But, I don't know, it could be. I mean, but then you'd have to, yeah, just, just imagine Bane... You know, with like one of those little Starbucks aprons or some shit. Like, what can I make for you today? Oh my god, what if Bane worked at like a sex store? Like, that's like the only or, place where like ooh, weird, a sex store, yeah. weird people can be, and like you're not gonna like. I mean, he's not like totally weird, but the face mask thing's a little weird. Well, and, like, I feel no like one's... the people who shop at sex shops would yeah. be, oh hey, but... they're not gonna question that. They're gonna think it's like a fetish thing, right? It, yeah, I mean, you could totally do that. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Oh god, that'd be, be creepy. So, he would be so helpful. But I feel like a little apron. Yeah, you could, yeah, I see them. It would just be he'd be shirtless and yeah. then just have the oh, apron oh god it. but see that'd be because i mean i feel like maybe and correct me if i'm wrong i feel like maybe 50 percent of the people who do walk into sex shops they're kind of like oh god i hope nobody recognizes me here <laughs> and it probably wouldn't help if you had bane you know just like standing right behind you and be like may i help you do you have any questions on our porno selection what is your fetish i don't know 
But God, I, I feel like I gotta like put my hand over my mouth right now. I wonder if it would make it sound better if I did the mask like this. I think that's. Uh, yes. I mean, I have no idea how that's going to turn out on the audio, but I'm super into it. What is your pleasure? He would be so helpful at a sex shop. He'd be like, don't forget the condoms. <laughs> you need any lube with that. That's my bad <laughs> that's, impression. That's a great I know, it's impression. really bad. I'm so sorry. I'm so oh, sorry. God. I regret everything. Enjoy a free condom for the month of April. It is. <laughs> This is Safe Sex Awareness Month. Fuck yeah, Bane. Here you are. I love my sex positive Bane villain. Sex positive Bane! <laughs> oh, yikes. Ooh, God. That scared the hell out of me. I just walk out. God. Oh, I like Bane. Anyway. Hey, Thomas. Hey, Morgan. Hit me with that list. You got it. Is that like your unofficial catchphrase now? Super my catchphrase. You have been saying that. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, here we go. Ooh, I, you know what? I'm excited for this one because. I again, I get to the point where I'm just like, what, what kind of, what kind of punches am I gonna, uh, you know, um, pull punches pulled? What's the saying? I don't even know this well, saying. Pulling punches means you're gonna be nice to me. There you go. Oh, pulling punches. Okay, well, which whatever. is not your style. That's hardly so ever the case, is it? You're no. nice to me. Here is the list for episode eight. First one on the list, which I've been actually very eager to um, uh, to share with you because I feel like in a weird way. You just get it, um, okay. and it's totally once once I say it, it's going to be totally like not even in your league of train mm. of thought or whatever. But there are weird like undertones to it, and like it's a weird time. Well, I'll just say it, and then I'll go into okay, it. Okay, what is it? The wrestler. No, you ever heard of it? No, no, not okay. at all. All right, <laughs> what? Darren Aronofsky, director uh -huh. of Requiem for a Dream, uh -huh. just came out with a new movie called Mother, getting all this weird that controversial guy. bad guy. Okay. Also did Pie, which I really want right. to show you that as you well. Uh -huh. Anyway, so what happened with Darren Aronofsky? He made Pie, very short film, very low budget. Then boom, Requiem for a Dream, big mm -hmm. hit. And then he and then he just flopped with the fountain, which I'm a weirdo and I like the fountain. I thought people liked that movie. No that one it, liked it. Well, I mean, it got panned by critics. It it, it lost like twenty million dollars. Like production was wow. so fucked up. Wow. They, I think they initially had Brad Pitt and Kate Blanchett it would be an amazing cast, mm -hmm. and then they dropped it and it went to Hugh Jackman and um, actually his wife at the time, Rachel Weisz, I believe. Oh, okay. Anyway, so. Studios hated him. He was losing his mojo with, you know, the cult following that he had or whatever. Yeah. So he stripped down, you know, to bare bones and whatever. And he did The Wrestler. I think mm -hmm. I forget when this came out. I'm thinking like maybe 2008, 2009 or something like that. Okay. Um, and it's basically about, um, and it's so funny, it's, it's I, oh, geez, I'm forgetting his name, not Mickey Rourke. How am I forgetting his name? Um, Oh, I almost feel like I gotta look it up right now. I don't know anything about wrestlers. I would well, see, but it's not a wrestler. It's it's an actor, and oh. this actor had been, um, had been out of work for a while because he was like you know an alcoholic or something like that again in real life. Um, oh. And he was making this comeback role as well um, in this movie, in this movie, oh, like in real life, and it was kind of cool how it paralleled. Um, you know, with uh, with him and the director and his actual character. So, I see. So Mickey Rourke, I was right. Oh, Mickey it was Rourke. Mickey Rourke. Yeah, yeah. So just just to, wasn't he an actual wrestler at one point? I think he was a boxer or something like it's that. Like the same thing, right? I sort of. I we guess. just offended like ten people. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, just to show you, this movie got a ninety-eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Very good movie. So anyway, it's it, it's basically he. When he was younger, like in his twenties and thirties, he w he had his fifteen minutes of being this really famous, like you know, uh, celebrity wrestler, mm -hmm. and really that's all he knew how to do. Uh -huh. 
Uh And uh, now you see him, he's in his 50s, you know, he lives in a trailer park, you know, and he's trying to basically get by on these little jobs that he has. And it's it's so funny because you go behind it and you really do, you know, it it does bring out the silliness of it, of Uh how silly, like, these wrestlers are and, like, how how fake it is and everything like that. But it really is, like, this performance. And, like, they get dressed up. They put on, you know, these just, like, garments and everything like that. And the reason I'm making a connection is that I feel like you will appreciate it because it almost, when I'm at some of these burlesque shows, Uh it almost is reminding me of, you know... Like, the things we go through to transform our characters. That, too, and the kind of, like... People don't fully understand it, but there's yeah. like this weird following, and the, yeah. those who do follow, they're very passionate about it, right. and it's very kind of, you know, um, uh, you know, I don't even know. It's it's uh, it's, it's just kind of an odd connection. That's a really um, interesting hot take you got there. It is, yeah. But anyway, so and it's sad too because he has oh. like this, he has this kid that he kind of abandoned, oh. and um, Evan Rachel Wood, I think, basically him trying to get his life back together, trying to deal with him getting old, you know, retiring, not being relevant anymore, and just being in this kind of niche kind of um, uh, profession that he has. Anyway, so that's the first movie, The Wrestler. Good movie. Anyway, let's go back to the list. Rock Chair. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Second movie on the list, if I can pull it up here, is going to be The Social Network. Okay, no, I, I've heard of that one, though, okay. and I because it, it's about Facebook. Yes, it the is. The good old Zuck. The good old Zuck. A.k.a. Mark Zuckerberg, founder <laughs> and creator of Facebook. Yeah. Anyway, slash stealer or whatever. Didn't he, like, steal it? According <laughs> well, to the movie? controversial. Yeah, but, yeah. so, um, but no, I never, I didn't watch it, never seen it, but I do know about it. Okay. So, that, but that's it. That's all I got for you. All right, <laughs> so, yeah, you got basically, on the whole, what it's, what it's about. Third one on the list is Joy. Nope, haven't heard of it. Haven't heard of it either. These are crazy lists so far. I'm stuck with this so far. Joy, yeah. Joy. All right, so you got uh, my girl uh, J Law, um, Jennifer Lawrence, and uh, collaborating again with David O. Russell. Did The Fighter, did Silver Lines Playbook, American Hustle. Um, It's basically kind of like The Social Network, too, in this weird, odd way. It basically follows this. You know, in the 70s, I think it was, this just kind of like late 20s mom uh, living with her family. She's kind of the, the one rock in the family. Everybody else is, you know, her, husband, her ex-husband's kind of crazy. You got a crazy mom, crazy grandma. Uh-huh. Uh, dad, Robert De Niro, is like dating this weird, like eccentric Italian woman or something like that. Uh-huh. And uh, anyway, so it's it, and it's the weirdest story premise ever. It's, the movie is about how, like, remember the Miracle Mop or whatever? Like, when that first came to be, what? like, people, like, it was, like, uh, uh, one of those things where, like, it was, like, uh, it was, like, this revolution in, like, mops or A whatever. A revolutionary mop. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. It was, it's, it's, and it was, like, not a thing before then. Like, it was, like, a reusable mop or some shit like that where, what? like, that wasn't the case, like, before for house. I'm confused. And, and it's, <laughs> and she builds this huge empire and Holy she, crap. like, she takes, like, a second mortgage on her house. She gets into crazy debt. It's a big legal battle. Um, and it's just a weird movie um, to, to see this and, and all the shit that she goes through. Uh, so to get this just little small product that everybody uses now. It's a movie about a mop. It's kind of, yeah. Okay. Her, her like pitching and like going through all the... But the family is, is really cool. The characters in it, again, you got Robert De Niro, you got a whole bunch of other characters. And it's just it's just kind of a crazy movie because it's just kind of like Social Network, even though it's not that big. But very just small time, 
I mean, there was nothing special about this woman and she just blew up and she just revolutionized this weird, like, you know, household item or whatever. Strange. But it is a very okay. strange movie. Okay. Um, anyway, I just thought I'd throw that in there. Fourth one, Chicago. No. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, no. No. Oh. I've never seen Chicago. Really? Yeah. Oh, but that's like, that's like the I one know. modern musical that's just amazing. I know. And, oddly enough, it's the one, you know, everybody says, oh, the book was better, or the play was better. Yeah. In this case, everybody's like, oh, the fucking movie was better. Wow. That's <laughs> I mean, surprising. It's, 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 it's weird, because, I mean, it won, I don't know how many Oscars, I'm yeah. pretty sure it won Best Picture, too. Um, but, yeah, it's just, it's just an amazing, you know, movie. The, the, I mean, obviously, the music is great. Um, numbers, just the way that it's told. Um, you know of the play, though, right? Like, a bit. A bit, I've okay. never actually seen it, but I've heard, like, songs from it. Okay. I like, know you have, because, uh, like, even the, um, Mama's Good to yeah, You Yeah, some of the people I dance with have done yeah. songs to Chicago. It's very popular. Queen Latifah. Yeah, yeah. The world, so. <laughs> Oh, yeah. For and sure. I, and again, I feel like, again, right up your alley. I mean, yeah, this, this, this would be an amazing movie for you to say. but it's a classic. Anyway, it kind of speaks for itself, but yeah, it's about... Um, you know, in 1920s flapper days yeah. in Chicago, yeah. Prohibition and everything like that. And uh, Reese Witherspoon, oh no, Reese, <laughs> Renee Zellweger's oh. um, character like kills this guy that she was having an affair with yeah. and she goes to jail and it's all about like, you know, just the lawyer, Richard Gere, who kills it. Anyway, um, like getting her out of prison and just exploring that world. Yeah. Um, so good movie. All right. Last oh. one on the list. Jurassic Park. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I mean, I've seen it, like, a long time ago. When do you think you saw it last? I know. Like, I don't... I don't know. Like, that's how long it do was. Do you remember anything about the movie, then? Well, yeah. It's about, like, the guy that, like, clones the the dino DNA from the amber. Dino DNA. <laughs> that was a good way to put it. From the amber, and he makes real dinosaurs, and then he flies the, the paleontologist people out to go yeah. see um, his park and fact check his shit or something, and then everything goes haywire. Um, and John Williams did the score. Yeah, great. Uh, <laughs> Spielberg and John Williams can do no Fun wrong. fact, when I was in middle school, Ooh. we did uh, the theme music to Jurassic oh. Park in orchestra. Oh. Um, That'd so be such that a was dream. Like a fun composition that we worked on yeah. in middle school. It was, it was fun. I, um, I remember being really frustrated in middle school because I was in band too, but I played alto sax. Oh, shit. So I couldn't really play like that classical of music, but I really wanted to play because in middle school, that's when the Lord of the Rings came out. Uh, so like 2001, two and three. Um, so I was like, ah, I play alto sax. I can't play this awesome music that I, Howard Shore. I have Shore. a question. What's that? Did everyone call you Sexy. <laughs> Get it? Only the other sexy girls did. Ooh. Oh, I don't know. That was the worst pun ever. It I'm was. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm Get so out sorry. of here. You are not on your game yes. today. No, I'm not. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. No. I've seen. I've seen Jurassic Park. Okay. But like, not as many times as most other people have. Okay. And it was a while ago. It was. I can't tell you how long ago it was because I don't know when the last time I saw it was. Yeah. So I don't even know if I've seen it all the way through. I've probably <gasps> just seen like parts of it enough to like know about it. Alright, so that was the fifth uh, fifth oh, movie. I know, okay. that was it, right? Wow. So, let's recap. Oh okay. my god, Ooh, this is a good list. I'm excited for your, your pick here. Alright. Recap the list. Recap. Number one, The Wrestler. Number two, The Social Network. Number three, Joy. Number four, Chicago. Number five, Jurassic Park. Okay. Again, Wrestler, Social Network, Joy, Chicago, Jurassic Park. So... 
I think I I'm gonna go with Chicago. Ooh, very nice. And I know that's like it's like stereotypical or whatever, but also like uh-huh. I probably like I should I should definitely see Chicago. Right, yes, like, you should. I should definitely like that see need, it. You so. need to see that. Like I'm a showgirl. You'll appreciate Chicago, so. your craft so much more after oh, when you yeah, see Chicago. <laughs> no, you will. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Anyway, okay, yeah, yay, sure. Chicago. All right. So it's a fun movie too. Cool. It's all musical. Ooh. Yay! All right, guys, we're gonna watch Chicago. We'll be right back. Let's go watch. A flash of leg. The taste of temptation. The smell of corruption. And things that go bump in the night. Your hair and wear your buckle shoes And all that jazz Velma has it On a brand new start to do That Jazz Roxy wants it All my life I wanted to have my own act That's great, I'll be in touch You know I'm not quite finished yet Face it Roxy, you ain't never gonna have an act You got connections I would have said anything to get a piece of that What you need is Billy Flynn. He's never lost a case. Billy can fix it. My client feels that it was the combination of liquor and jazz which led to her downfall. Hey, Mama! You're the Velma Kelly. I was there the night that you got arrested. Yeah, you and half of Chicago. You couldn't buy that kind of publicity. But in a city where everyone loves a legend, there's only room for one. You want some advice? Keep your paws off my lawyer. Sweetest little jazz killer ever to hit Chicago. That's the angle I'm after. You were in the paper today, too. In the back with the obituaries. They love me. There might be a lot more if you're a hang. You know why? Because there's some more papers. That's Chicago. Zeta Jones, Renee Zellweger, and Richard Gere. Are you guilty or not guilty? Don't you want to take my picture? Good night, folks. Gotcha. Chicago. Okay, and we are back. We are back from just experiencing, not watching, experiencing Chicago and all that jazz. Oh my god, I loved... And all that jazz! I loved this movie. Yeah, I knew you would, too. And, you know, I also knew I would because I've heard a lot of the songs, even though I haven't seen it. Yeah, any. you were singing so, along. Yeah, so, like, I know some of the songs because I'm, like, in that life, uh-huh. but even though I had never seen the movie, um... So I was singing along, and I knew I would like it, and maybe I cheated a little bit because I was just like, well, I don't watch something I know I'm going to love. No, today. no, no. You know so, what? I, you've been pretty adventurous on movies in the past that yeah. you, I would be like, oh, I was kind of scared or concerned. Like, yeah. she's going to get bored, or she's going to like not like this movie. Yeah. You know what? I think we've had a pretty good track record on I movies. I think so, too. You, I don't think there's been a movie that you're just like, eh you know, on. It was no, always... yeah, we keep picking good ones, but this is one where 
you just I'm in adored. I like, mean, it I'm, was basically burlesque, yeah. you know, on steroids. Yeah. Yes. You know? <laughs> yes. Yes. It Shit. was amazing. And I was even saying during watching it, like, oh my God, I got to go back and get that. Like, look at that piece of choreography. I can dance that thing and I can do that and I can make that costume. And so I really need to, to go back for my own artistic yeah. inspiration and you take some detail to the choreography. Notes. Yeah. Because every, every single time there was a dance number, and you would see the dress like come out into the light with yeah. the lighting and the makeup. You're like, oh, oh god, yeah. oh god, and I'm like, oh god, what's the matter? You like startle me. Yeah. And like, oh wait, this is completely slash jawed, right amazing, up her happy. Alley. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe it's taking me that long to see it. But hey, I know. here's another thing that I don't think I mentioned. What's that? When okay, long time ago, back when I was in high school, Ooh. I was in the color guard. Which, <laughs> loser. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was a little <laughs> bit of a loser, no. which is why I do a podcast now. <laughs> connect with that. Yeah. Anyway, so I um I was in the color guard for those that aren't familiar, those are the people that spin the flags. Yes. And we did a, a marching band show one year that was all Broadway songs and we did all that jazz was one of the songs that we did. So yes. that brought back some fond, oh, fond wow. memories because we did just a fun little dance with like little so sparkly canes and oh, like wow. like sparkly top hats or whatever. Oh. And we, we did like some some Charleston shit and Charleston, we learned about Bob Fosse and all that. So how long did you do that for? What was it in high school? Was it? Oh, all four years. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Damn. Even mm-hmm. as a senior. You uh-huh. did oh, that's oh, yes. cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. So, so, you know, it was, it was good. Um, and yeah. And so that brought back some fond memories so, just dancing to that song. I know, you know, the song, all that jazz, you were singing mm-hmm. along to that mama song, good you know, mama. Mm-hmm. Uh, good to mama. What other songs did you know? I did know had it coming. Had it coming, yeah, that's a good one. Uh-huh. That song gives me chills. That I mean, so you good. watch that in the movie, and you have like you know, pop six scissor uh, uh, lip shits or whatever the hell they say, and yeah. it gives you fucking chills. Yeah. Um, and again, I feel like the lighting as well is just oh like God. half of the half whole. The it was just so creative. Like yeah. the lighting was amazing. The backdrop with them on the bars and so the many red cool things silhouette, you could do yeah. with the bars and the red silhouette really tied into. To you know, them pulling the red handkerchiefs to signify mm. blood as they mm-hmm. killed them or whatever. It was just, yeah. just like amazing, um, and that kind of brings me to a, to a thing I noticed um, the the theme, a color theme, and you'll have to tell me if I have any thoughts on this. A color theme okay. throughout the movie of red and a little bit of gold. But um, so first of all, yeah. there was red in that that tango. I, I don't I don't think it's called Had It Coming. It's Roxanne called something tango, tango or something. Like that, yeah. Um, yeah, but there, so there was red obviously there to yeah. signify the blood. Um, but then there's also red um, in a lot of the other musical numbers where um, the, uh, you know, I'm sorry, we didn't really <laughs> summarize the movie. <laughs> no, we didn't. We've just been so enamored on how I awesome just, it was. I got really excited. But we will. So, we'll give it a synopsis well, I'll give, Hold on. Remind me about my color color themes because I had a right? thing to talk about. Yeah, but okay. I'll I'll summarize the movie really <laughs> Let's quick. Summarize the movie. That's yeah. usually what we do. Yeah, I just got really right. excited. We got too excited. Um, this needs to be chronological too. So for those that are not familiar, because I honestly feel like I'm the only person in the world that's not that hadn't seen Chicago before oh. this, and even then I still knew some of the songs. So. Uh-huh. Uh, so Chicago is takes place in Chicago, mm-hmm. Illinois, in the 1920s. Yes. One of my favorite eras for fashion and costume. You are a bit of a flapper. Oh my god. Yourself. I love the 20s. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, so it takes place in Chicago, centers on Miss Roxy Hart, mm-hmm. who um, gets pissed off and in a fit of rage kills the man that she's having an affair with. What was one it Casey? Night. What? Casey something? No. Or... Frank... 
Oh. Frank Casey. Frank Casey? Frank Casey. Okay. Yeah, his name's right. Frank Casey. Alright. Uh, so she shoots him. And, uh, and... You lied to me! Yeah, and so, and, and she's obsessed. She just wants to be a star. She wants to... Be a star, to don't you? Be ah. in a, a jazz club, and she wants to, to star in a show and dance and be a flapper and just live this high, rich life. Mm -hmm. Um, and he promises her that, but it turns out he was just fucking lying the entire time so yeah. that they could, you know, have sex. And I'll tell so, you anything to get a piece of that, sweetheart. Nah. Yeah, exactly. So she shoots him and gets her 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 wonderful husband, who is played by John C. Riley, Amos, about, aka um, Andy, to take the to take the blame. I love John C. Riley. Just FYI, shout out to John C. Riley. Hi, John. Hi, hey, hey, John. We're on a first name basis. JC. JCR. Just kidding. Anyway, so he gets him to take the blame, but then during the questioning from the detective, he ends up realizing that they were having an affair, yeah. and so he. He calls her out and she ends up in, in prison. But she uses um, this, like, she she basically hires a, a really famous lawyer and yeah. turns it into a high-profile case, even mm -hmm. though it's super not. They spin it. And, and they, yeah, they spin it to be this big high-profile case, which gets her a bunch of fame and notoriety. Yeah. And um, and then, basically, she just uses that to, to become famous. Mm -hmm. and, and I'll get to the end part in that in a second, but yes. I want to go back to my color color themes. Red so, and gold. So which in, I'm interested about gold. I'm not really on uh, necessarily on the same You know, level. I think it was more of an accent. I think okay. it was just more red was one of the, okay. one of the okay. themes. I don't think gold was like a huge... I, mean, I think it was just more of a, a, a bit of an accent because red and gold fucking match. Yeah, but okay. but in a lot of the dance, in the, a lot of the musical numbers that kind of went off into her like fantasy, um, so she'll have these musical numbers where she's thinking about something that's happening or, or you're seeing it through her eyes and it, it shows up as a a fantasy vaudeville number, mm -hmm. basically. And in a lot of those, the showgirls, like the supporting showgirls, are always wearing red. Yeah, yeah. Um, And so I kind of just wanted to get your take on that color theme. Like, why do you think they chose red uh, for the costuming? Because it really always was. Whenever they yeah. had the, the supporting chorus girls, they were always wearing red-themed mm -hmm. outfits. Yeah. And, um, and I feel like the obvious motif is the violence and the murder, you mm -hmm. know, behind it. Mm -hmm. um, another one that was just almost maybe to represent, you know, Chicago in that time of vice and sin mm -hmm. and jazz and drinking. Mm -hmm. And I, just, just to point out, I love that they group in jazz with yeah. like all this like, oh, a life of sin and vice and, and you know, drinking and gambling and jazz. Yeah. Like, where the fuck does jazz come Yeah, from? for sure. <laughs> it's, yeah. But um, anyway, it was... It's almost at that at that point, jazz was almost like a, a lifestyle. It was, you know? yeah. And, and it, it was not necessarily yeah. the musical number, yeah. the improvising, you know, alto sax or yeah. you know all that bullshit. Well, in these days, we think that sounds silly, but back in the nineteen twenties, yeah, like you said, was, it was a lifestyle, and it was often associated with mm -hmm. speakeasies and, and yeah, drinking, yeah. and that was during the uh, prohibition, prohibition era. Uh -huh. uh, yeah. So, so, so yeah. I mean, it was kind of you know, oh, you listen to jazz, oh, you're in, yeah, yeah, yeah like your speakeasies, you're that getting liquor, give me another soda, you know what I mean. Ah. Anyway, um, <laughs> so yes, so I would say that that is kind of the obvious motif. Uh, now, if you were to stretch on why red was there, you know, you don't really know. Maybe it was kind of a, uh, you know, kind of a, what, what was that um, scarlet uh, type? Uh, oh, the scarlet letter. Yeah, the scarlet letter. Uh -huh. Because I mean, that had, it was very women centric of like, you know, oh, this this woman was such a harlot, this such a, yeah, you know, kind of... Yeah, with the scarlet letter. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, and then this movie is about these female murderers, yeah. you know, and, like, all across this uh, female uh, prison or whatever, so, right. I mean, again, that's reaching. Yeah, well, but... so, so something that popped into my head, I guess, as I was asking you the question is almost, um, 
uh, all of these murderesses were caught and red-handed. Oh, there you go. Red-handed. So red is kind of a symbol of guilt and gluttony Mm -hmm. and this sort of like crazy lawyer, the celebrity lawyer that just spins it to get his clients off and it's just like... Razzle-dazzle. Yeah. And even like, you know, red can be a a color of passion and shit like that and it might be a crime of passion or something like that. Yeah, a lot of them were. Yeah, yeah. Almost all of them were. Yeah, Yeah. so Mm -hmm. I'm making myself seem smarter than I am because I just dropped that term and phrase and I think that was good. Let's go with it. So I wanted to talk uh, quickly about the ending um, and this might be like the only criticism maybe I think yeah I think as a movie it could have ended one way and as a play I understand how it ended but Mm -hmm. um I thought it was it was great at the very end you know she gets off innocent and the the newspaper boys are all standing by ready to to drop the guilty or the innocent paper depending on which one she was gonna blow up as a star yeah and then some other woman just like shoots somebody and then that becomes the news and and her her moment is completely gripped out of her grasp and she goes they didn't even want to take a picture picture they didn't even want to take a picture of famous Roxy Hutt yeah and so and so it all goes to her head and then in that moment is a moment where she can realize that it really is all fleeting and everything yeah. it's just the media cycle yeah. you know and and uh, everyone's just here for what's new and now and mm-hmm. next you know not what's what uh you know it's not about you it's yeah. just about what's hot right yeah, at that moment exactly. so i thought that that would right there would have been a good place to end it yeah or yeah, it just really. completely unsatisfactory just... And, and, mm-hmm. and she goes you know she's really upset about it and and the lawyer makes this point of like well, you're a free woman. I saved your life. Yeah. Like, you were going to die. And for some reason, that wasn't, like... That wasn't in her mind. She was just so obsessed with with being famous, she didn't even realize, like, no, I would have been put to death. Like, this isn't a game for you. Like, they were going to kill you. My life was at stake. Yeah, and she doesn't even think about that. Even to the point where she just, like, completely dismissed Amos. Yeah. It was just like, there's no baby. They didn't even want to take my picture. You know, like that. uh And and I can, oh, believe me, there are a number of movies that I wish could end on a very pessimistic type of just droll, you know, um, cynical type note. And that would have been one movie to do it, but of course, you know, now they're washed up, but then they come back and they're doing this big show. And obviously, you know... So basically, I mean, yeah, so I thought that that would have been a good place to end it, where Mm -hmm. it's pessimistic, whatever, and then you, like, learn a lesson or something. But then on the other hand, so then basically what happens... (laughs) It's a musical, too. Right? It's more than a movie, it's a musical. Well, it's a musical, (laughs) so they have to have a big ending musical number, and so basically what happens is, you know, she, she... meets back up with her her like nemesis in prison who was another uh criminal showgirl if yeah. you will and then Velma they, Kelly Velma Kelly right and they end up you know teaming up together to create their own two woman act which yeah, is yeah. a big deal and they get all famous and whatever and then mm-hmm. the, the end of the movie is basically just this big yeah. show they put together and um, I oh damn I wish I knew I don't know how many times I've said this in this podcast I wish I knew the literary term for this but when the fucking movie first started out it was the absence of her sister, right. Bill McKelly, and uh-huh. at the end of the movie, she actually like replaced it with this other, uh-huh. you know, person or something huh, like that. That's it's really just interesting. Kind of like irony or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you know? yeah, it is kind but, of like or like it completes the the circle or something. Yeah. 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 Well, what I was gonna say is that um, yeah, that's really interesting. I know, right? Yeah. I, again, I need to brush up my literary terms like for episode nine. Yeah. yeah, right. Well, so what I thought was, um, I guess maybe interesting and maybe to me, if I'm gonna get all like deep here for a second. Like, calls back to like 
today. Oh, like, so that Bane would approve of you going deep. <laughs> Thank you, Bane. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so, so, like, it kind of calls back to, like, it kind of echoes today um, where, you know, these people become notorious for, like, dumb shit. Yeah. Like, you fucking killed people. Like, yeah. you're murderers. Exactly. And you got off on, like, Simpson, weird like... technicalities and shit. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And now, you're using that to your advantage oh, yeah. to become ridiculously more so. stupidly famous let's like, sell a really, book yeah like even like that casey anthony girl right i mean fucking shit right I mean, like, you know, oh, so they, they were offering like million dollar contracts right. to like just put her name against a ghostwriter it's disgusting who would write a book yeah know? and so it kind of it kind of like brings that to light yeah. too of this like look at these two women they had nowhere to go uh you know uh roxy hart was auditioning for some show and the guys it's like just, ran out they, they scrammed like, whatever they scrammed they scrammed yeah, right such a good night <laughs> they scrammed and uh and, and and you know she had nowhere to go and then basically just used this pretty terrible thing she fucking killed a guy i know really this uh, terrible thing that she did i mean a, a husband and, and a father of what six little cases right. six, six little cases <laughs> mrs casey and the six little yeah, cases right and so yeah, and she uses this terrible thing she did to to gain notoriety and gain fame and, and yeah. money and stuff and so it's kind of like disgusting yeah. in a way you yeah. know she's not a very likable character no and she was terrible all. to her husband yeah she's, terrible she's, to she's terrible even her friends even velma you uh -huh. know like that you know uh -huh. i guess uh, she had it coming, but mm -hmm. um, anyway, yeah, no, that's 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 definitely kind of a, a weird theme in the movie. So on the other, like on the other hand, I guess it's okay that it ended like that, but it's just like kind of gross. I wish yeah. it would have ended at, at the court scene where she like, like maybe started learning her lesson or something. Exactly. Yeah, but it wasn't all over because that's the fucking way things go. No, but let's be famous again, and Which everybody, kinda, everybody likes us. Kind of makes me wonder when was Chicago written? Do you so know? the play, I don't know. I know the movie was two thousand two. Okay. Um, but I don't know when the play, I mean, I imagine, obviously, you know, maybe, like, I'd say, at the minimum, like, four years before the movie came out. No, yeah. no, old, it's older than that. Oh, is it's it? It's a classic on oh, Broadway. Oh, shit, I don't know. I know that, that much. I'm not overly familiar with the play, because, again, I, I, all I know is that, I think we had mentioned this when we were going through the list, is that so many people liked the movie so much more mm -hmm. than the play, because... Mm -hmm. It was so much different. Yeah, it was, it was, it was far more different than uh, the actual play. So yeah. honestly, I have no idea what the well, play. Well, I guess because I said like, oh, well, these days, like people use the terrible things they do. Like, well, maybe it's just always been like that. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> like the I mean, fucking play takes place in the nineteen twenties, and, you know, and yeah, when was it written? So yeah. that's kind of sad. Huh. Um, but something else that I, I really admired about the movie, aside from the superb costuming, mm. holy. crap. Rap and the freaking the choreography, you know. Amazing. So so Bob Fosse is like a really famous jazz choreographer, and I don't he didn't do the movie, but he choreographed like the original Broadway play. I'm pretty oh, sure wow. okay. I could be wrong, but anyway, Bob Fosse was deeply involved in this project okay. at some point, I'm whether sure, it was on yeah. Broadway or on the movie, whatever. They had to consult to the play people. Yeah, yeah, and he um so he he was just you know and, and you could see all of his. His style, like he says, is really iconic jazz style that is also a little bit ugly at times in the weird shapes that people make with their bodies. Um, and so, and so, it was just really fun to kind of see wow. that on screen in a movie. Oh, that's um, Yeah, it was great. I wish we like like looked through the credits, you know, a little bit more. Oh, we should. You know? yeah, yeah. But then we saw Harvey Weinstein produced it, and, and then, then we got kind of disgusted. And then we just Ew. got distracted. And I flipped disgusted. off the TV. At <laughs> yeah, that you point, did. Because that's where I'm at with all that. Uh, 
So you liked it, obviously. Oh, I liked it. Oh, no, there was somewhere else I was going Okay, yes. That. I'm sorry. Jazz on. the Bob guy. Well, right. I wanted to mention that, but the, what I really liked was um, I liked the way they did the narration. So I'm trying to imagine how this would be as an actual onstage play. But in the it movie... It has to be different. That's oh, it's so different. But what I really enjoyed was that, like, like it was... Um, like, the, the songs were put in as these, like daydreams of hers yes. almost so these daydreams I like the cutaways. of people and I like I liked how it was a cutaway yeah. that really brought it home this like obsession with vaudeville and being famous yeah. and being on stage and and she really just sees it all as a play and it's all yeah. false to her she it, doesn't see the reality of the it's, situation it's very integrated into like you know I mean not only in the choreography because I remember mm -hmm. even um, the first song when she's talking about Amos and yeah. um, you know my honey bunny something of mine yeah. and then like she would like actually like go and like push uh, yeah, John and he's C. Riley, and, he's and then talking, you know, yeah. and I love that. I used to do that in theater too, like you know, where you talk over somebody performing or something like That's that. Good. And it's such a your 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 attention is divided, but it's a, it's divided in a good way. It makes it into a really comprehensive experience. Yeah. Yes, to, exactly. to really show what's mm -hmm. happening in a character's head as well as what's actually happening in yeah. real life, which yeah. is just. I just think it's so genius. I yeah. just really appreciated that, I, I, that narrative and uh, that, I mean, style. It very well, because I can't remember this. Okay, so 2002, mm -hmm. you think of anything in the 2000s, you're like, oh, it's relatively new. But 2002, that was 15 years ago. Oh, I mean, that, I know, it's fucked up just to say, uh... but I know. But, but 2002, I mean, that, that very well may have been the first, you know, kind of uh, uh, element and tool that a yeah. filmmaker used in that sense. Uh, for not only a film but a musical nonetheless huh. so I mean people I'm sure saw that and really yeah. was just like wow this is just That's amazing just, the the back yeah. and forth the cutaways the yeah. integration of, yeah. of real time and the musicals gorgeous. you know it was, you said it won an award oh it won best picture I'm yeah. pretty gosh darn sure and it, I mean good yeah good. and I think I think Rob Marshall who directed it may have uh, even won an Oscar from that and, I, awesome. and you know what I, I feel bad for Rob Marshall because he he, he hasn't had after that it was uh the sequel to like uh, eight and a half or oh. nine and a half with Daniel Day Lewis and it That's was another. Good. It was. Did you see that? In that no, movie? I just oh. like having to direct a sequel. Just I know, like right? A good, well, it was a sequel vibe. to like a movie that was made in like the nineteen fifties or some shit. Yeah, well, um, but um, so. it was nine, nine. But the other one was eight and a half or something like that. Or maybe right. I'm getting my things mixed up. That's but it was. Weird. It was the. It was the one uh, Fergie. Uh, she's like be Italian. Have you heard that song? No. Oh my god, you'd love that song. And you'd love that dance, too. Huh. Daniel I do. Lewis. Fergie is my soul sister. Oh, really? Okay. I don't know if you knew that about me. But yeah. she is. No. She's my soul sister. Um, uh, and he also, and, she, and I think the nail in the coffin with Rob Marshall was, oddly enough, he directed the fourth Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh. And it was so bad. He just but, got screwed into doing sequels. Exactly, right? And, but, but the thing is that you watch... Some of Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah. it plays like a musical. Oh. Seriously, the 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 blocking uh -huh. is like blocking for like a dance number. That's it's so, so strange. I mean, you see like Jack Sparrow like on a table, just like walking, and like people like doing their swords, but it's not really fighting. It's like dancing, like things That's like so that. And it's so weird. Yeah, and you think it'd be a good that. spin. I mean, like yeah. when I read that, I was just like, oh, Rob Marshall, get a different director on the yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean, and sure enough. 
he didn't know how to really direct people talking, so it just <laughs> fell flat. You oh, know, poor you, Rob Marshall. I know, but oh, anyway. <laughs> that's great. But no, okay, well, okay, so general consensus I'm getting from you is that you adored this movie. Yeah, okay. and I'm trying to think of what our rating system should be, and I can't think of like objects with which to rate. How many how many sparkling tassels? How many uh, I mean really what I was just gonna say was like stars because like she just wants to be a star. Exactly. Right? And we can just that. default how to many, stars for how how many Roxy Hearts? Ooh, how many Roxy Hearts? How many, many Roxy, Roxy hearts? hearts? Yeah, sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we oh, can I do that. I thought you'd like that better. No, no, it's good. It's no, 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 no. it's great. It's I thought great. I was being clever. No, you're so clever. Okay, it's thank great. you. It's All great. Right. How many Roxy Hearts would you give this movie? I one to ten. I want you to go first. Ooh, Chicago gives me chills. It was again. I saw this movie when I was twelve. Oh. Um, it 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 was one of the very few musicals. I mean, I was. I grew up with my mom, my sister, and they always would force feed me these musicals, and I was just like, eh, yeah, you know, Roger and Hammerstein. I mean, they're great. Okay, love Rogers and Hammerstein. Anything so. that anything they do is great. Oklahoma, you know, so amazing. But um, yeah, no, this was more stylized, and like again, two thousand two. That's I feel like that was half the appeal of it winning so many Oscars was. You know, it was very stylized, very slick and dark and whatever. So, I mean, yeah, this, this, I put it on the list for a reason. I'd say I'd give it about 8.7 Roxy Hearts out of 10. Okay. Yeah, very up there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, All about right. you? Well, straight up, mm. I'm going to give this piece a hundred out of ten rock stars. Oh God! Wow, and she I'm really likes 100%, it. Hundred percent. This is my new favorite movie. Uh, I will be yes. watching it probably the oh. rest of the week because I need to take detailed choreography notes. tips. I need to teach myself all of the dances now, and I need to make all of the costumes. Oh, good! I'm Holy so crap. glad. The thing where Roxy Hart was doing the dance, like when she wanted to be a star or whatever, and she was uh -huh. like dancing against the mirrors and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you had mentioned my that. God, you that have to my do that. You have to do that. That's amazing. Do like one of those like what what are they like when they fit you with a suit and shit like that and they have like the three-way mirrors or whatever yeah exactly like, yeah, three-way mirror that, you know, yeah. Yeah. yeah they don't do that for like, girls yeah no you can, like you look at your thing yeah, you yeah. but you could do that you know exactly. have it like blown up and just oh be like just like dance and like uh, touch yourself as uh, like you're going down oh uh, that would be very cool <laughs> oh, 100 out of 10 it's on netflix 100 out of 10 100 out of That's 10 like roxy hearts a, a, i am now obsessed with this a, fucking movie. A thousand more Roxy Hearts than you're allowed to give. All I know. Right. <laughs> well, I can't believe that I, um, I can't believe I haven't seen it. I know. So. I, I'm, I was surprised too because I, in the back of my mind, I was like, did we either put this on a previous list or has she seen it? No. And that's bizarre. I know because I was singing along too because I know some of the songs. Because you know some of the songs. Like, and I was like, is she lying to me right now? No. Does, I does just she like, just want to see this movie again? No. <laughs> no, I'm glad I saw it. It was it was great. It okay. was so great. Um, and I was I was very. Wow. Very pleased. All right. So that's, I mean, I guess that's going to do it for us. I think so. I will end it on that good note. Ugh. Oh, damn. Great. All right. Good well, stuff. we have a good track record. Every single movie you've liked, and this one you've loved. So. I'm excited for a movie that I don't like. I, you know I'm what? I'm excited to criticize it. It hasn't happened yet. It, so. I want you, I want to switch it up. I'm just going to like put a bunch just of give me bad movies. weird guy movies yeah. that you would never ever like. That's what you're going to have to do next time. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, I guess that's going to do it for us for, for now. Okay. Um, and thank you so much for listening. Uh, go ahead and find us on, uh, you know, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube, uh, Facebook, Facebook, Instagram, Instagram Twitter. Oh, we're on Twitter. Yeah. All of it. 
everything. everything. Just um, you know, and and on uh on anywhere that you download podcasts, please be sure to rate, review, and most importantly, subscribe so that you can get updated with us every single week. Um, show us some love so we yep. can show you some love please. with a shout out. Yes. Oh. Yes. All right. Absolutely. Um, and I guess that's gonna do it for us. So I uh, thank you so much, and I've been your your co-host Morgan Spatola. I've been your co-host Thomas Jernigan. I think Bane's somewhere here. Oh, thank you very much. Oh yes. Oh wow, Bane is. Uh, is uh, Thanks, Bane. Good sounding dude. Second guess. Damn right. Yes. All right. That's is that a rat? <laughs>